What's up, buds? What's up? BJ Un Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and we watch more wrestling. More And we're gonna talk more, about more wrestling, more, and more, as promised, more. we're gonna start off discussing some news and rumors. News and rumors. I've only got a couple, so I think I'll just go first this week and get well, mine knocked out. I think out we away. should just start with the big one. Okay. And then you go. Get no, yours. you're right. Go. I'll let you. We need to start with yes, the big start rumor with the big of the one. week. Yeah. Uh, no rumor news. News. Uh, Hulk Hogan has been reinstated in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, after three years About that, away. Yeah, there. Um, and if you don't know, obviously I'm not going to repeat the things he said on here. Go look it out. They were horrible. They were disgusting. I just heard um, these things last week. Yeah. I never listened to it before I last week. I did not either. I thought, you know, I honestly thought that he probably said something and it was just a little thing and then people were making a bigger deal out of it than it really... No. No. It was bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. Yeah, because I never... Yeah, it's bad. You played it for me. We listened to it together. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah, I'm not repeating that shit either. Mm-hmm. That's ignorant. Um, ignorant. Yeah, if you're... Yeah. But, again, the whole Hall of Fame thing. Yeah. You know, he... You can't deny what he did for the business. And at the end of the day, what he did and what he said is nowhere near what Benoit did or... Agreed. What Benoit did. So Agreed. I wasn't even going to make the argument that that should. No, Benoit. I know. I'm just saying. Even though. So this. I is, also yeah. wouldn't be upset if they put Benoit in. I would not either because it's what he did because for of the his business. wrestling career. Yeah, and I not mean, his like, personal choice. It's like the whole Pete Rose should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah, he fucked up, but come on. Great. Um. Yeah. So there's a lot of fallout from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some like official statements from the new day yeah. and titus yeah. uh they basically agreed mm-hmm. um that you know they don't they're okay with him being in the hall of fame yeah. again what we said exactly um but they're going to distance themselves from him, and if they see a true change like a true yeah. fucking if they see change, a genuine change in him then okay then maybe they'll yeah. be willing Things to will work change. with him absolutely um i think that's a um I think that's the correct approach to take. Yeah. I think both on for those gentlemen uh, involved personally as mm-hmm. well as professionally. I think right. that was a really good call. Yeah. And I think I think they needed to say something because there's just too much just crap. Yeah. And I think that shut a lot of it down. And just it saying like, look, you can't deny this is motherfucking Hulk Hogan. Right. He's the most important wrestler ever in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah. There is no professional wrestling today without Hulk Hogan, guys. No. There just isn't. Yeah. No matter how much we can look back and see... Yeah. The only other person that's necessary is Vince Mm -hmm. McMahon. Yes. There's the only two people that needed to be involved, and they were, luckily, at the same time, and it worked. Right. Here it is. So, there it is, buds. Um, Um, I agree. I'm... mm -hmm. I, you know... The wrestling and him yeah. are two... Hulk Hogan and Terry are two different people. I did see something, and this is kind of funny, too. Okay. Um, Ryan Satin mm-hmm. from... I don't know who he works for. Yeah. But Ryan Satin said he thinks this is going to lead to a triple threat match at SummerSlam. That was my first... Between... This is my... That's my <laughs> first rumor. Oh, is it? Yeah, believe it or not. That's the first rumor I jotted down. Same yeah, because I wanted to put yeah. this together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Bobby no, Lashley, Roman Reigns, and uh, Brock Lesnar with, with Hulk Hogan. Yep, as the special enforcer. And Ray- Bobby Lashley wins to become mm-hmm. the first African American WWE champion. Yep, and gets his hand raised by none other and Hulk than Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yep, Trips didn't believe me when I told her that he would be the first African American. Yeah. And then I told her I knew of at least two that had won the WCW, though, being Booker T and Ron Simmons. I couldn't Correct. think of anybody else off the top of my head, although yeah. I think there are others. Right. I didn't look it up either. And then the WWE Championship, <clears throat> you have The Rock. Yeah. And... Who's Samoa? Mixed. He's, he's mixed, yeah. though. Yeah. Counts. But Stop. I mean, just straight out yeah. of America. This will be the first. So yeah. that's okay. crazy that that's never happened, too. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just assumed it happened sometime while I wasn't watching. And then I heard it, and I'm like, yeah, that's valid. That never happened. Well, no. They said Universal. There's had to or, have been. I don't know. I didn't look. 
just took yeah. our word for it. But anyways, while you're looking, okay. yeah. uh, the Observer notes that although it's not confirmed, there's still talk about The Undertaker wrestling at SummerSlam. What do you think? Yay or nay to that? Uh, I'm nay personally. Leave yeah. it for Mania. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, leave it for Mania, and then like the Australia show, uh, the Madison Square Garden show for that local crowd is pretty cool too. Uh, the Greatest Rumble, obviously, like things like that are cool. But SummerSlam, I mean, they're trying to make it a bigger deal. That's why they're talking about it. Right. I just don't feel like he's gonna have the draw at SummerSlam that he has at WrestleMania because WrestleMania is his thing. SummerSlam's not. Um, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted that it was Kevin Dunn that made the decision to take the clock off the Titantron during the Iron Man match at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I so, did see uh, that. Not surprising that it was his call. I bet it was also his call to put it back up when the crowd just got louder Most and likely. we're doubling up on him. Uh, an independent promotion announced today, or this week, sorry, that uh, Chelsea Green is no longer going to be in an upcoming appearance, which has led to rumors that she will be in the May Young Classic this year. So, uh, if I remember right, Chelsea Green is the chick the, who's with Woo Woo Woo, you know it. Yeah, Zach she's Ryder. the one who replaced Emma. Yes, and that as well. Um... And then lastly, on Dinner with the King, Jerry Lawler had heard a rumor that said that Howard Finkel was in really bad shape and may have suffered a stroke. So, if that's true, we, uh... Who? Howard Finkel. Oh. So, if that's true, did we, hear something we wish you a, a speedy recovery regardless of what's going Definitely. on, Fink. Because, yeah, you were a huge part of my childhood. That's important stuff. And yeah. I had two more... But I didn't write them down, and I forgot what they were. So okay. uh, I guess it's well, your if turn. you if you remember, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. Mine. I remember during the last podcast we recorded. Yeah, but not this one. No, not this one. All right, because we took a break. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't write them down. Well, I didn't think of them at the end of it. I thought of them earlier on, and <sighs> still didn't write them down. So right. my fault. But all right, BJ, you're up. What do you got um, for us? You got some news and rumors, right? I do. Uh. So this is just a little fun thing. I like that. Um, which you actually, we talked about, but we have not on here yet. Okay. Um, but this guy posted on Reddit that, on Squared Circle, um, that uh, he found a picture of his dad, his grandpa, and Hulk Hogan. Yes, I did. This was so yeah. awesome. And then we click, you click on it, and it's a picture of Hulk Hogan, some guy, an earthquake. Yep. And we're like, what? wait, what? And it ended up, it was Earthquake's son. Yes. And there was some good back and forth comments and mm-hmm. stuff. It yeah, was, he was uh, like, his son was really cool and was talking to people in the chat and like, yeah. just shared it because he thought the wrestling fans would enjoy mm-hmm. it and how talked about how great of a dude his dad really was and what a good yeah. dad he had. And it was really cool to hear. It really was. It was awesome. And that was fun. That yeah. was one of my favorite Reddit things all week. Yeah, me too. Um, on the not so, uh, I guess, nice side, um, <laughs> Batista has been found in the comments of Sasha Banks's uh, Twitter or Instagram or something. Yeah. Talking about Bailey's nice uh, badonkadonk. <laughs> I enjoyed that as well. I did too. That was funny. Batista's the best. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, and I mean, he's not wrong. Just saying. Actually, it's funny because then I had to look because of the picture and I was like, oh, okay, he's not wrong. No. Fair enough. It's out there like one of those rap guys. I've never, I guess, really paid attention. Yeah. No, baby got back. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Huh? You're talking about Bailey's butt? Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew. I didn't. I didn't. And I didn't realize until I read that this week. And then I looked and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. No, I totally knew. I thought he was being funny. No, it's yeah. huge. And, yeah. Um, I guess I don't look at women that way, BJ. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I don't look at them as objects. Well, I don't do that. <laughs> I know, I was joking, dude. I look at their objects, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. Right. <laughs> um, Alright, anyways. So, in other social media news, uh, there mm-hmm. was a... I don't know if it went viral or not. I don't know. It went viral to me. I liked it. Uh, where the uh, now jobless Jeffrey the Giraffe 
has uh, turned his life to the wrestling ring. Yep. And he was in a battle royal this yes, he week. Was. He was. I saw this And too. Uh, unfortunately, he was eliminated from that battle mm-hmm. royal by an Amazon package. <laughs> the picture this, was hilarious. It was. I watched it. It was literally a dude yeah. dressed up as a giant Amazon package. Yeah. It was fantastic. Did you watch the video of it? I watched, saw a GIF. I didn't see oh, an actual yeah. video. Though. I watched like, yeah. It was like, I mean, it was like a, a 45 to 50 okay. second GIF. Yeah, that's, I GIF. think that's what I okay. watched. Yeah. There was no sound. But it was awesome. Yeah. It was cool. It looked cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hilarious because that's really what happened funny. Yeah. in real life. Amazon put Toys so, R Us out. And, yeah. I mean, um, Toys R Us could change to stay competitive, but. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Everything there's way more expensive than everywhere else, and it's the same shit. It's true. Oh, I know. Except I for the few exclusive there. stuff that they had. I go in there every once in a while just because it reminded me of being as a kid. But whatever. You get the nostalgia feeling uh-huh. you would get. The but other thing it. is, if you're looking for WWE stuff, yeah. that was the best place to go because yeah. they always had everything in stock. Unlike like yeah, Walmart they had, and like, Target whole... that'll have like. They've got like 18 R-Truths mm-hmm. and a Randy Orton and nobody else. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, why did you order this many R-Truths? Right. Probably because they don't know who's who. Um, WWE said we needed 18 R-Truths, so we ordered 18 R-Truths. Right. I want 18 R-Truths. What's up? Um, so at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. John Cena showed up dressed as Bumblebee. From Transformers. I don't know if you saw the pictures. I have uh, not seen this out. one, although I did remember one of mine that I wanted oh, to share. Nice. But anyway, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Sure's first, though. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. I'm uh, gonna have to look for this. Yeah, was he this was on walking through the circle or Twitter. Or? I some. I'm probably just too at this it's point. It'll pop up. Uh, I see that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So he says Bumblebee, right? Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. And it's like a cardboard fucking like homemade costume of Bumblebee. Like it was. Is it one where he gets down and like and curls up and it I didn't see all that. Like I just saw a picture from oh. back in the crowd. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But it's pretty cool. There's probably more. He's I a very entertaining more. guy. So oh, he is. yeah, I like John Cena. Um, yeah, so, so mine yeah. is I. This is just something that's it's wrestling related, and I noticed it this week in particular, mm. and I found it to be pretty funny. But I've seen a lot of pictures on Twitter this week of the one and only Virgil. Uh, at a lot of different wrestling conventions this week, you know, getting nice. that sweet, sweet fuck money for his uh, right. stofers. It's kind of. And, uh, yeah, for that meat sauce. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there's no line. There's nobody there. And he's mm-hmm. by a table by himself with nothing on it. And behind him is a poster of him and DiBiase. And at the top of the poster it says Million Dollar Man. And at the bottom it says Virgil, but you can't see it for the table and mm-hmm. Virgil until you get up close to it. <clears throat> And then on the table is a sign that says Million Dollar Man and Virgil, but he's kind of hiding part of the Million Dollar Man part because Ted DiBiase's not there, but it just says and Virgil. And I kind of feel bad for the guy. Yeah. I would want to meet Virgil. Like I would too. He was like a huge like hero yeah. to me as a little, little kid, man. Right. When he finally like made that stood face up. turn and yeah. stood up for himself and mm-hmm. then wrestled himself into obscurity and Plus, he had those dope, like, pinstripe pants that weren't really all that dope, but were at the same time. Yeah. For a while. I mean, they were, like, thick stripes. I don't guess they were pinstripes, right. but they were striped. Yeah. The not pinstripes. That's not what I meant. They were just striped. Stripe. Barber, Barber stripes, stripes only. Straight vert- instead yeah. of, right, straight up and down, which is right. vertical, thank you. Yeah. Directions. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the two I forgot. Nice. I just thought that was a fun well, little share there. Get you to remember some more. There's only one more, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Kayfabe News got me this week. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got you too, didn't they? This is the other one. That was the yeah, other one? Yeah, this was the other one. Uh, they did. It was great. So I laughed so hard. Yeah, they posted, and I didn't realize it was them at first, that Raw was going to five hours, and it was so dumb enough that I... I would have fucking believe it. I just it. clicked on it out of habit, yeah. and then Kayfabe News popped up, and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was you, pissed. I don't think you buds would enjoy us talking about a five-hour episode of Raw. Fuck probably because we'd never finish it. No, never. Dude, if you gave me a WrestleMania every Monday night, There's you can no go way. fuck yourself. It's not WrestleMania. Anymore. I mean, no, like, uh, but WrestleMania length. 
That's not WrestleMania length. That's only five hours. That's not seven. Okay. WrestleMania's seven these uh, days with pre-show and everything. Okay, so a pay-per-view length. Yeah, so that's a regular pay-per-view these days. With their fuller and their commercials. Right, right, right. Especially because it seems like there are more commercials during WWE's programming than any other TV show I've ever seen in the existence of it's fucking TV. Like, there are so many ads. Dude, I watch some shows on CBS, but I watch them on Hulu, luckily. Mm-hmm. But, dude, they're only 18, 19 minutes long. That's fucked up, man. Isn't it? When we were kids, shows were like 22, 23. Uh, 24. In some something. cases. Mm-hmm. Depends on what channel you were watching. And if you look at, really. like, Twilight Zone, those are like uh-huh. 26, 27. Well, that was... You know, I mean, I know. But I'm talking about I'm talking like '90s and stuff. Right, I'm, I'm just, just saying that. You know what I mean? This yeah, is where right. we come from. Yeah, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, so, South Park had nailed it. Ads are taking over. They are. Oh, they're everywhere. Yep. Um. Oh, so um, an ad on my shirt. Technically, yeah, yeah. it's true. It's, it's damn true. true. Uh. So. Daniel, Daniel Cormier, <laughs> Cormier. Yes, this he, was fun. Uh, the man who is going to take on Brock Lesnar, right? Because he's uh, the ultimate. He's the uh, universal fucking champion. Yeah, uh, as is Brock Lesnar. Wait, how's there two UFC? I'm confused. Yeah, UFC champions. Yeah, how are there two universal fucking champions? Too? Right. Um, I think that was also kayfabe. So Cormier it? said the night after he won the championship and was from Lesnar he got a text from one Mr. Seth Rollins yep. that says go kick Lesnar's ass which I thought was pretty dope me too and I thought that was fun Cormier said he might also take the UFC Universal. champion or Universal, Universal championship from Brock Lesnar right not the Universal fucking championship no. the Universal championship right. two different belts right titles so, championships god that would be amazing it was no, no. Brock has to drop it. <laughs> drop this Universal Championship. I hope he wins a triple threat at SummerSlam. Yeah. And then Strowman cashes in. What I want to see happen... Yeah, Bobby Lashley wins. Strowman cashes in. And then... Triple threat is how Cormier could get involved. Yeah. He could be that. ringside mm-hmm. watching it, and yeah, I imagine something's gonna happen because yeah, something. We'll see. There seems to be some crossover work going on because I don't know. Um, we'll see. Yeah. So a new match has been announced for mm-hmm. the Jarrett Cruise, mm-hmm. uh, which, if you guys don't know, Jericho is putting on his own cruise. This summer with uh, Ring of Honor. The Rock and Rager. Yeah. With Chris Jericho, which will feature the Ring of Honor, Sea of Honor tournament. Right. And, and the mat, new match, uh, the Alpha Bucks. Mm-hmm. Or the Alpha Club, which is going to be Jericho and the Young Bucks versus the Elite. Or more, or, yeah, with Omega, Cody, and Marty Skrull. That should be a fun match. Yeah, that'll be a fun six months. I really wish I was going on this damn cruise. It would be cool. Maybe next year. It's um, it's one of those things where I've never really had a desire to do a cruise. It's just not something that appeals to me, honestly. Like right. being on a boat and just, yeah, it's right. not, you know, I want to be on a boat. I want to go fishing or something like that. I don't just want to be on a cruise. Yeah. But I listen to Jericho's podcast, mm-hmm. and I listen to. Uh, I know you typically only listen to the wrestling episodes. I listen yeah. to a lot of the music episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to him and Big Cass and somebody else I don't remember who it was talk about Nirvana and a bunch of different stuff. And um, he talks about it on every podcast, and like I know who's going to be there, and like I yeah. know every little update. And the more I hear, the more I'm like, that does sound like a good time because of the mm-hmm. wrestling, like. You're just yeah. gonna be hanging out with these people, yeah. Like yeah, you're just hanging out with wrestlers for a fucking week, and the rest of the fans. And yeah, be amazing. Especially since most of the people they've announced are known to be cool with fans and aren't dicks to fans, right? Yeah, I don't think he would wanna. Obviously, he wouldn't want that, right? You know, yeah, no. Um, another. Uh, kind of Bullet Club news at the Comic Con panel this week AJ was asked 
Yeah, I saw this today. Who he would side with Mm -hmm. um, between the Elite Bullet Bullet Club or the the Firing Squad. squad. And he chose Firing Firing Squad, squad. yep. Which, of course, he would. Yeah. I mean, those were his guys. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Those were his guys from when he was in. Exactly. So, of course. Everybody else is the new guy. So, yeah, that didn't surprise me at all. I expected that answer when I read it, but I still read it anyways. Um, And I also saw during this panel, uh, which I don't know how I forgot to write this down, but uh, some some little kid asked if you could bring back one superstar that's never around, uh, who would you bring back? And some guy from the crowd screamed Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and they like they all started laughing. <laughs> and Becky Lynch was like, yeah, that's a good one. That was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't catch that part. Yeah. That is pretty good. It was really funny. Um, that's fantastic. It was. I like that. Because that's the right answer. Yeah. Um, so, there's also news that James Ellsworth could possibly already be done. Yeah. With WWE. I had not seen that, actually. Yeah. That sucks. I'm not surprised, but it sucks. Right. Well, see, last I saw, he posted on Twitter that he was going to start taking bookings again in February. Okay. So, I don't know about that. Um, Right. What else? Uh, Apparently, Rich Swan, in a... Like TNA house show, Impact house show. Impact, okay. He uh, suffered a pretty bad concussion. Oh, that sucks. Or was it an indie event? He was in an indie event. Okay. Um, but, and now he that will not be com- able to compete in his match at the next Impact pay per view. Who was he facing, do you know? Uh, he was in that Fatal Four Way. Okay. With like Pentagon. Oh, and, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd heard something about that. Uh, you might have mentioned it. Phoenix. Not Pentagon. Phoenix. Phoenix. Because Pentagon's in the match with Sammy Callahan, right. and that's the match I really want to yeah, see. Yeah, that match. The mask stuff. versus hair. Absolutely. That should be fun. <clears throat> um, should be. But yeah, he was in that Fatal 4 Raver and the Mormon Contender or okay. whatever it was. All right. But so he's out. <coughs> kind of but sucks. I think it was him and Morrison and or M- Johnny Impact. Okay. Somebody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that sucks. Uh, also, Jeff Cobb has signed a deal with Ring of Honor Wrestling. I did not see this either. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I kind of would have rather seen him go to Impact because it seems like they're making some good moves because I'm starting to get interested again. I said the same thing last week. Like, I'm debating getting the pay-per-view on Sunday. We'll see. Um, So I kind of wish he would have went there, but Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see with Ring of Honor. Me too. Especially because that means he can face some of this New Japan talent, yes. too. That's what I'm most excited about, is those events. crossover shows. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him in New Japan, too, though, so yeah. it's not like he's never been there or anything um, already. But, yeah. Yeah. We also have uh, four new competitors just named for the Mae Young Classic. Okay. Um, Mercedes Martinez mm-hmm. is returning. Along with Maya Yim. Um, I'd seen that Maya Yim was... Yeah. Yeah, I'd seen that one. Mer- yeah. I did not see Mar- uh, Mercedes. Mercedes, Martin. yes, thank yeah. you. I don't know why I was struggling with that. And then we also have Killer Kelly. Okay. Return, uh, fresh off her UK show. And then another name I don't know. Crystal. Yeah, I don't know Crystal. Who's Crystal? Uh, Do you know her? She's Filipino, I think, is what it said. Okay. So they were. Um, so this is probably new. Someone we yeah. Never last time when they were down in South America or whatever, I think, or somewhere. Okay. That's where they found her. They found her on yeah a live event tour. Fair enough. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Also, rumors floating around that WWE might be interested in signing Matt Riddle. I did see that on Reddit. Yes. Yeah, which surprises me because everybody knows Matt Riddle likes his weed. He does. 
and yeah, him and just, RVD, like yeah, and that's why yeah. RVD's not there, right? So maybe they're changing their stand on that. Mm-hmm. But I thought that and went maybe, against their wellness policy. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's oh. a fine. I didn't know that. Uh, How much of a fine? I think last I heard, it's only like five hundred bucks. Well, if he's making enough money, does he fucking care? Pay the fine and keep going. But you get tested, or they test you every week. Then oh, so it's five hundred bucks a week, right? Oh, right. Yeah, because you get retested once you test positive once. And they are looking to make sure there's nothing else in your system, and you're not going to start like go from having a couple drinks and then smoking some weed, and the next thing you know, you're snorting a line here and there. Yeah. And you're on pain pills and right, yeah, all that fun stuff. Morphine, except weed doesn't lead to any of that. But you know, they think it does because they're dumb. Starting it untrue. I actually even saw a thing today that in Colorado and California, where it's legal, mm-hmm. um, that they've seen crime rates drop. Oh yeah, because cops are able to focus on more important there. crimes mm-hmm. than arresting people for marijuana possession and exactly. stupid stuff like that, which. uh it's like, man, wake up, Duh. country. This fixes a lot of our fucking problems. It Just legalize really the shit already. It really does. Um, Alcohol is worse, and it's legal. Cigarettes are worse, and they're legal. Yeah. Apparently, driving and looking at your cell phone at the same time is legal. <laughs> I bet we saw 85 people between here and picking my kids mm-hmm. up and back. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. I'm I don't like, dude, I'm like, dude do you're it. doing 75 miles an hour. How the fuck are you looking at your phone? I don't get it. I have a hard time, it's like, ridiculous. pressing a button to skip a song on my phone when I'm driving a car. I know. That's why I put podcasts on, so I don't have to skip yeah. anymore. Well, mine's on my... All right, I'm sorry. Steering wheel. So we, got off, we got off here. All right. Back to it. Um, So, announced today, I do believe, Friday, two days in the past for you buds. Actually, this is the second episode, so it's more than two days. Oh, me. this will come out on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, probably. Yeah. They usually come out on Wednesday. Day. That's right. This is the second episode. Yeah, this is the Whatever. second episode. Right. Five days. Five yeah. days. Whatever. Some days. Yeah. Uh, Not sun. Some. 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 S U N. Yeah. Some. <laughs> some days. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh. So anyway, who cares? Um. Stephanie McMahon will be on Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. This week? This week. Oh, okay. What for? To make a huge announcement. Oh. Yeah. Uh, groundbreaking, I think it might have said. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's something to do with the women's division. Probably. So it's one of two things, in my opinion. It's either the most likely situation is the all-women's pay-per-view mm-hmm. special yes whatever network special network special with yeah all women all women all the time to go against because they did the greatest royal rumble right maybe the one in Australia will be all women that'd be cool no I, think I doubt they've it, already, they've I'm already, pretty sure they've already booked men they should make it a two night like special. Undertaker's gonna be there that's right they should do make it a two night special that would be fun um, I mean I'm fine with just a special with an all women yeah I think that'd be a fun show to watch right so it's either that or like we kind of mentioned on the last podcast, the women's tag team championships, yeah. which I think is the least likely. I think the first scenarios. is more likely to. Um, They're yeah. still all in on the brand split thing. I don't think they even want to merge the women's divisions at this point. No. They only have one tag team champion between divisions. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be okay. Just, you know, one builds with the championship, one builds... To number one contender, right? And you just do it at every pay per view. I agree with that. I just don't see them. Whatever. I don't see them doing it. No, we'll but see. it works now because they're dual branded pay per views, right? Yep. Um. Okay. So the last thing I got, which will bridge into our next subject. Then hang on, breaking news. Okay, breaking news. Because I don't want to stop a, a good transition. You okay. Uh, I don't know how much it's breaking by, but I just saw this and checked it out a lot. So at the moment, there is a tw- uh, Twitter poll, a WWE poll going on right now, uh-huh. and it's asking you who you think is more deserving of a women's championship that. shot, Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I literally waited until right now to vote, and I just voted. Yeah. And currently, Becky Lynch is winning 76% to 24 Okay, so I voted when I got here earlier, so like 
three, four hours ago, whatever. Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah it was around 8, 8.30ish. And it was like 63.37 at that time. So it's went up a, lot. a few more percentages, yeah. points since then. <clears throat> yeah. Like more than 10. So yeah. Yeah, if she doesn't... Yeah, if she doesn't win the championship at SummerSlam, they're fucking up. Yeah. Just say She's over. Like yeah. Rover. All right, so you got our last uh, news rumor piece. So the last, and it's new, kind of news, okay. depending who you want to believe, but Dave Meltzer has uh, released um, some, his match ratings for the first week of the G1 and a couple other matches. This is perfect. I saw that too, but I was going to yeah. look at it later on. Um, there are three new five-star matches. God. Yeah. He's just pumping them out this year. They've been there, though. Um, so, night two of main event mm-hmm. of the G1. Yes. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Naito. That does not surprise me in the slightest that those no. guys had a five-star match. Yep. Those are two of my favorite New Japan wrestlers, like guys to watch in the mm-hmm. ring. Yeah, me too. Naito and Omega. Yeah. Omega might be my favorite wrestler in the world right now. Naito is my favorite character. Yeah. In... Mm-hmm. His, yeah, he has the great, the tranquilo, like, all that stuff is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then, the second one, night four of the G1, mm-hmm. Goto okay. versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> Another five-star match. So Kenny's got two this two. week already. That also put Kenny Omega... As the active wrestler with the most five star matches under his belt, active, active. Who's the most of all time? I don't know. Oh, I want to look that up after. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't. I'd see be that. curious. I just saw that. Yeah. Um. And the third was yes. uh, NXT Mustache Mountain versus the Undisputed Era. Gave him five stars. The match was fucking awesome. It was. The best tag team match since I've seen since, since Takeover DIY Chicago last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Chicago last year. That's where it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Since Takeover Chicago last year, yeah. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yep. Um, the only thing that really came close bad. to me was that first match with um, uh, the Young Bucks and Evil and Sonata for the yeah. heavyweight championships. Yeah. I thought that was a really fucking good tag team. If that would have ended with the injury and them throwing in the towel, maybe, maybe. Still a good ending, though. Good it was a really good ending. Good match. I mean, mm-hmm. just overall good match. Yeah. So that leads us into um, the G1. Yeah, the about, uh, the first five days have concluded. Um, and... Actually. Huh. Real quick. Okay. Just real quick. Yeah. Top five... Four star matches of all time. Four star? Five star matches, sorry. Five star? Top five, five star matches of all time. Okay. Akira Tawu. Don't know who he is. T A U E is the last name. Five to one or one to five? Five to one. Okay. This is five. Fourteen five star matches under his belt. He retired in 2013. Number four, female, Manami Toyota. 17 okay. five-star matches. Yes. I've heard of her. I haven't I heard of the too. first person. I've heard of her. Yes. So, 17, dude. That's dope. Yeah, and that was number four. Number three, uh, Toshihaki Kawada. Okay. 18 five-star matches and one six-star match. Nice. So, pretty impressive. Uh-huh. Um, and then number two is Kenta Kiboshi. 23 okay. five-star matches, dude. Wow. His career was 1988 to 2013. And then number one, Mishuharo Misawa. 25 five-star matches and one six-star match. Nice. That's nice. pretty fucking insane. And it was uh, Which, yeah. Toshihaki Kawada was his six-star. Is Misawa the guy that just died this week? think so, but I could be mistaken about that. Sorry, my phone was plugged in, so the cord's short, but that's... Yeah. Yeah, he just passed away. Was that him? I'm pretty sure. I don't know if this this is too... This article's a little too old to say that. So, yeah, that's... uh, Uh, There you go. Dope. All right, so now, G1. Okay. 
So in the G1, um, yeah, like I said, we're five days in. Mm -hmm. So uh, as a little reminder, what the G1 was is, yeah, block A, block B. Ten wrestlers per block, nine matches. Every wrestler faces every other wrestler for nine total matches per wrestler. Right. And they do one of those matches per week, basically. Or per Per, show. Yeah, per Per show. show. Yeah, they're pretty much, I think they're going six nights a week. Something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're going to... Well, I shouldn't say we. No, we I just, just, uh, yeah. just going to give us a quick update on where the brackets yeah, lie with number of wins and stuff right and now. Stuff. So we're going to find out where everybody is. So I guess let's start yeah. with Block A. So Block A, um, we'll start at the bottom and mm-hmm. work our way to the top. Sounds so, good. Uh, Yoshihashi is at the bottom uh-huh. by himself. Not too surprised by block that. Block A, uh, he has not won a match yet. Okay. He has zero I'm, Again, I'm not really that surprised yeah. by that fact. Um, and next in the... Uh, these these folks are all one and two. Okay. And have two points now. Okay. Um, and it's kind of surprising, honestly. I would think that this group and the two and one group would be switched, and they are not. Okay. Uh, Bad Luck Fale. Oh. Hangman Page. Oh. Minoru Suzuki. Okay. And uh, Okada. That is odd. You're right. right. Those are odd names yeah. to be down that low. Okada lost his first two matches. I saw that. And then he just beat Paige for his first win. I like it. I think yeah. they're going to tell a hell of a comeback story with Okada. He's going to go on a tear of losses here. And then he's going to come mm-hmm. back with great uh, yeah, vengeance and furious anger. Yeah, he's not losing another match in this June. No, I think he's done. Opinion. He's going all the way through yep. undefeated. I don't know if he'll win the whole thing, though, but he's at least right. going through the A block undefeated from this Correct. point. Right. I yeah. agree with you on that. That yeah. is my prediction as I well. I mean, I still that. think he loses to Ibushi. I do, too. Point. I'm still leaning towards that, but um, we'll see. And then the two-in-one group with four points. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this one surprised me because I would, yeah. God bless, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Mike Elgin. I don't like Mike Elgin. I know. Uh, Maccabee. Which, yeah. Uh, evil, which, yeah, I get that. And stupid, sexy Tanahashi. Which usually they kind of use him to... Dude, it's getting to the point, though. Sorry, just for a quick second, buds, that I'm starting to feel uncomfortable watching Mike Elgin on my television. Yeah. I don't like the guy. Yeah. He's not a good person. He shouldn't be featured the way he is. and He doesn't deserve what he's got. He's a piece of trash. Right. That's why he didn't come back to the States. Ran over. Um, And the only undefeated person in in Block A, Switchblade, Jay White. 3-0. Six points. Uh, He beat Okada. Yep. Night one. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know who he faced the others. I don't know who else he beat. I don't remember yet. But fair enough. Um, I think he beat Tanahashi. I think. Fair enough. But yeah, they're nice. giving him a decent Seems run like it, yeah. So. Makes sense. That's why he dropped the mm-hmm. U.S. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, so over to the B-block then. B-block. B-block. So the bottom, this is kind of surprising. Uh, 0-2, because they've only gotten two nights in. The third night will be tonight okay. for them. Right, that makes sense. Um, Yano, which mm-hmm. isn't surprising. No, not at all. Juice Robinson. Really? Yeah. So that means that's already two title defenses that he has to have. Yeah. Because he lost, you know, those two nights. If he doesn't lose it to the first one. Right. Right. Is it in order that they beat him, or how does that work? Uh Is it in the order of which they won against him? I'm not sure. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Or whatever's convenient. Back, man, that sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you got to defend it against somebody, so right. at least you know who your next string yeah. of opponents are going to and that's be. what it could be. Like, he loses to these guys, a few of these guys in here, and then, beats and then he the beats title. him for the title, Great. which would be, it would be a fun story, Yeah, I get too. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely. Um, all right, so all these guys are one and one with two points. Right. Uh, Goto, Zack Sabre Jr., Ishii, Tamatonga, Sonata, Night. Okay. So, um, I think Tama lost one by disqualification, and it was like on purpose. They just beat the shit out of somebody. Okay. 
I'm not really sure. Right. Um, so, yeah. But not a surprising list. Right. And then, obviously, the top two, because we figure this is, they're fighting on the last night. They're going to go undefeated yep. until the last until night. Until the last night. Is Abushi yep. and Omega. So. And I think Obushi's going to beat him that last I night. Too. And I think he's going to go on to win the whole thing, and he's going to have two back-to-back shots at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. You know what my thought is? Hmm. No. Omega wins? No. No. I'm changing my mind now how this plays out. And this might be weird because New Japan never does this. But you have... It goes to Okada and Ibushi mm-hmm. in the finals. Right. Okada wins. Obisha, Obu, Ibushi already <laughs> has that. <laughs> Ubushi. Ubushi. Ibushi already Ibushi. has that uh, win over Omega. Right, so he gets an opportunity. You give us a triple threat at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh my god. Between Okada, Ibushi, and that, Omega. That could be amazing. Right? Amazing. Because yeah, the story, the three-way story these guys have had, yeah, over the last fun. years, that would be a lot of fun. I could get behind that. I could too. I'm getting tired. Me too. All right. Uh, yeah. Top 100 so, wrestler. Yep. Um, oh shit! Did you look up 89? No. Okay. Well, we're on number 90 this, this week. First, first anyway. off, though, and it's Dean Malenko. And I watched uh, the opening match from Starcade 1997, which nice. featured uh, Dean Malenko, and he was uh, uh, facing Eddie Guerrero for the Cruiserweight Championship. Nice. The match went, as far as I can tell, like literally 15 minutes bell to bell. Nice. Um, I'm going to have to describe this match differently. Usually I kind of give you a play-by-play of the bigger spots of the match and what happens in the back and forth. If I do that, I'm going to spend three hours talking about this match. If you've never seen this match, just go watch it. Um, actually, you probably watch the whole card because the whole pay-per-view is pretty solid. The main event's Hollywood Hogan defending against Sting for the WCW World Championship. Remember, this is 97, so you know that was fucking awesome. Uh, I think uh, the shittiest match on there, if I remember right, this was the pay-per-view I was looking at it earlier, and I think this is the one where uh, Eric Bischoff faced Larry Zabisco. Nice. Right. We had Mike Tanay and Tony Schiavone and the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, on the announce table. Nice. And these three guys called this match probably better than I've heard any other match called ever. Nice. Because they... I don't think they knew they were calling the story the match was telling, but they called, it was Dusty Rhodes, called the fucking story the match was telling mm-hmm. perfectly. Nice. So here's the here's the gist of the match without mm-hmm. the play-by-play. The entire match is Dean Malenko is 95% of the offense. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, Eddie Guerrero does a little bit to try and t- turn the tides, but it's never enough. Yeah. So finally, he's doing his down on his knees, begging, hands behind yeah. his back thing. And D. Malenko kind of looks at the ref for a second, and he like literally runs on, like, like he's on his knees, like they're his feet, and runs across the ring and slides under the bottom rope and sneaks out. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So he finally waits until, again, D. Malenko gets slightly distracted by the ref, and he comes in and just chop blocks him in the knee. But it like he hits him, he does a couple other moves to the knee, mm-hmm. and less than five seconds later, Malenko's back in charge of the match. Nice. Eddie tries here and there, and gets a little knee. Malenko's hitting some big moves, trying to get the pin, can't finish it. And Dusty Rhodes keeps they're like, why doesn't he go for the cloverleaf? Eddie's beat up, he can finish him with the cloverleaf. Dusty Rhodes is all, he can't get it because his knees hurt, baby. And going on and on about his knee hurting, his knee hurting. And it turns out he didn't win the match because he couldn't fucking lock Cloverleaf on. And he just gave Guerrero too many opportunities. And Guerrero finally hit that fucking frog splash. Nice. Finish the match. Finish the match. This is the best match I've seen. Mm -hmm. Dean Malenko is the best wrestler I've seen so far. I... I've always been a fan of Dean Malenko's. I know that he wasn't always a fan favorite because he's kind of vanilla as far as a character goes. But his in-ring work was good, but I think mm-hmm. even I underappreciated how good Dean Malenko really was now that I 
uh, enjoy the actual wrestling, like the technical yeah. wrestling aspect of it more now as an adult than I, I did was as actually a child. thinking that. When you watched During it, mine. I had yeah. the same thought that he's. I was liked him, but he's actually mm. better than I gave. He might be mm. a better technical wrestler than Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah, he is excellent. And then it made me think of other matches. I bet he could put on with guys I've never seen him face because I've mm. seen the match with him and Guerrero. I probably watched Starcade '97. Right. It was Hogan and Sting. I'm sure we bought that one back in the day. Um, the one in particular, I don't know if it exists, but I want to look for him. Him and Brian Pillman. I bet those two guys yeah. would have a hell of a fucking match. Yeah. Dean Malenko and Pillman. That would be really good. So, um, yeah, that's my overall impression nice. of Dean Malenko. I've, <clears throat> my respect Dude. for him is even greater than it was, nice. and I guarantee the next time I see him break up AJ Styles from beating up Nakamura, mm-hmm. I'm going to mark out even harder than the last time. Nice. Uh, so how was your match? When was, when he, was wait, yours? Well, wait. Oh. Is he where he belongs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely the just top one, wrestler so far. Yep, just one yeah. Sure. Um, easily too. There is. Yeah. Um, I mean, he. It's not even an argument with even like Ricky Morton or anybody. He is yeah. definitely the best guy that we have seen in this ring so far, in my opinion. Uh, well, no. I mean, yeah. Actually, it's not true. If you want my actual opinion, it was Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. But not from this match. Right. But I know what Guerrero's career is going to be. Right. So. All right. So mine was uh, Dean Malenko versus Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. From WCW Thunder, July 22nd, 1999. Which means it's already downslid a it lot is. by that point. It's it not is. as good of a product. No. Yeah. Um, the reason I chose this one, again, it's, I mean, it was Ric Flair. Right, that's always and a reason And I, want, I just wanted to see, I've seen him against Eddie, I've seen mm-hmm. him against Ray, I've seen him against Jericho, I've right. seen him against, you know what I mean? Right. I've seen that high time of the uh, cruiserweights, right. you know. I wanted to see if he could carry a match against it with an aging Ric Flair. And uh, short answer is yes. I'm not surprised by that. Like, of course he it's did. It's Dean Malenko. Yeah. Um, but mine was a little bit shorter. It was only... I mean, I got a commercial break. Okay. So, you know, right. that shortened it down quite a bit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was like nine, ten minutes. Okay. So, I mean, without the commercial break, it would have been close to the same length right. as mine, right? Right. It's probably a rest hold through all that anyways. Yeah. Rest hold that probably went on for far too long, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, the beginning of the match, Dean's pretty much most of the offense in this one also. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be. I, I think it's a staple for him. Yeah. I don't think he took a lot of bumps, and I don't, maybe he didn't sell super, super well. He seemed alright in the be. match I watched, though. I didn't notice yeah. any horrible selling or anything like that. Yeah, he didn't sell that much in this one, but from what it was, but he didn't take much bad. offense either yeah. in my match at least. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, he started off. There's some definitely some bad blood here from the whole horseman shit. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So, Dean goes for, gets Flair down right away, goes for a submission, and then Flair gets out by getting to the ropes, and Dean just stomps the shit out of him. Nice. In the, in the ropes. Nice. Looked really good. That's cool. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, Asia is there. What? Yeah. With who? Ric Flair. Really? Do you remember her? I remember her, but I don't remember her being with Flair. Yeah, she was with Ric Flair. Hmm. Um, so... After that, you she know, was on the yes. Halloween Havoc we watched. Okay, she was with I think the <clears throat> Demon Del Torborn. Okay, or whatever. Yeah, his name she was. was by Ric Flair's side. Okay, and she, I think she was a Nitro girl too. She was not an attractive woman, um, but I'm also not an attractive. Yeah, so woman. the ref goes breaks up the the uh, rope break. Mm-hmm. Does the rope break? Right, one, and then. You know, then Asia comes in and blocks Dean from coming after Flair. So she's just kind of standing in the ring. Right. Arms up in the air. Like, yeah. Big what dog. Do um, then there was some cool uh, stuff. They had a tie-up, Irish whip, shoulder block, and then... Um, the shoulder block just right into just a shit ton of punches. Just right, punching right, the right, right. fuck out of him. Punching is fun. Um, and then Malenko keeps going for the figure four. He had a really good drop kick, too, that I saw him do. Um, that was commercial. Mm-hmm. 
and then some stuff outside of the ring. Asia gets it and keeps getting in between. That was kind of the story of the match. Dean Malenko would get ahead. Flair would get some space. Asia would get interfere. And then Flair goes for the figure four. Then he just leaves. Uh, or he, whatever. He just walks out? Yeah. Okay. Like Malenko gets out of it and mm-hmm. Flair's like, nope, I'm done. And just, and walks, just away. walks away. Yeah, fair enough. And then it gets super WCW. <laughs> Uh, because at that point, oh God. Benoit and Saturn come out to stop him. Mm-hmm. And then, so Flair goes back to the ring. Malenko comes out, starts beating him up. And then the triad come out, which is Canyon and Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. And start attacking Benoit and Saturn. Do they give any context as to why that's happening? No. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't think they would, but okay. Because no. why not, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's probably something that's going on, but we don't know, we don't know just watching one episode. Right, right. Um, or just one match at this point. Right, one match, yeah. Um, and then, oh, and the match is still going on at this point. And then the ref is trying to get Asia out of the ring. And, oh yeah, then better... Malenko has Flair in the sharpshooter. Okay. In the ring. And DDP comes up and attacks uh, Malenko. And then... Wait, he was the sharpshooter? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because his finisher is so close to a sharpshooter. The uh, four-leaf clover? Yeah. Whatever it's called. Something like that. Yeah. But he had him in the overleaf. I don't remember. Or yeah, no, it wasn't the sharpshooter. Because he You're puts right. his arm through instead of his leg, and it's the same. Like yeah, the guy like Flair's legs would have been in the same way it would right. have been, but he put locks his arm through and flips him yeah. over and puts pressure like on the no, neck. No, you're and right. Back. You're right. That is what it was. Texas cloverleaf. Yep, that is what it was. Yep. You're right. Okay. No, you're. right. I was right. just thinking about that. So like, he had that him in that. Finish. Why would he do that? That's not his finisher. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Texas cloverleaf. Um. And then, but yeah, so then DDP comes up and attacks him <laughs> while the ref's still talking to Asia, which then the ref turns around, Flair gets the roll-up for the win. I'm assuming Vince Russo was here at this point. I'm pretty sure this That sounds Russo. like something Russo would write. It was such a clusterfuck. When was finish. this again? 99. So what yeah. month? July. So, July 22nd. July 22nd, that's... That was the. I think that was the month Bischoff said he was gone for Fourth of July with his family in Montana that year in '99. Halloween um, Havoc in '99. Russo's already there, so he was probably there by that point yeah. or right around that time he comes in. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, what yeah. did you think of Dean Malenko in the match? So, overall? based on this match mm-hmm. alone, I would tie him with Owen Hart at the okay ninety. Right. No, he's um, a little bit better than Owen, in my opinion. I'm just saying from this right, match from this alone. Match, yeah, absolutely. Um, overall, I know that's untrue. Right. So he does get the nod mm-hmm. at this position. Yeah. Um, you can definitely see. My my problem is because even though Eddie won, the story was Malenko's in my match. And when I watched Owen, the story mm-hmm. was his opponent's and not his. And I yeah. think that's what made the difference between me appreciating right. Dean's a little bit more than Owen's. Because yeah. it wasn't Owen's story. It was Brett's story. Right. This was Dean's story, even though he lost. That was the story they were mm-hmm. telling was his loss because he couldn't trust his knee to lock into Texas Cloverleaf. Right. And Dusty Rhodes kept saying it over and over and over, which I just like, uh, like literally I'm watching the match. I'm like, I'm stupid. Like he's just not ready. The match isn't over yet. That's why he's not putting it on. Right. And then when he lost and he's kind of like, oh, I should have used the Cloverleaf. I'm like, Dusty was right. How, what, how stupid am I to question Dusty Rhodes yeah. at this point in my life, man? Um, so, would you, for your match itself, would you recommend the Buds watch it? Or would you not? Or would you say this is a must-watch match? No. You don't have to watch this. Go watch something better from him. 
I would say watch mine. It's not a must, but yeah. watch it. He's had better matches than the one I watched, yeah. but it was still a good match. Yeah. So watch it, but you, you find better. No, mine is completely skippable. It's it's, uh, it's uh, Thunder. Most everything me, on Thunder was pretty much Yeah, skippable. if you listen to what I said, that's all you I mean, I was now. pretty sure, but I just wanted to make sure yeah. that maybe those shenanigans were a lot more fun than you made them sound there at the no. end. So I was joking. They were such a fucking clusterfuck of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh... Next week we're gonna do we're gonna move on out of the nineties into number eighty nine. Yes indeed. And BJ, who's eighty nine? Number eighty nine is the man who first flew off the cage, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. You ever watch that match? Yeah. I've not. Really? I've yeah. watched that moment numerous times. I've yeah. never watched the whole match. Yeah, I've watched it. It's fun. I might watch that in addition just so there I go. Because it's something I think every wrestling fan should see. Mm. I've seen the spot, though, hundreds and thousands yeah. of fucking times. The yeah. spot's what matter. Nobody talks about the match. Right. They talk about the spot. Right. He won that match, right? Yeah. He better have. Um, Are you looking forward to this one? Yeah. If I can find something that I haven't seen that's good I feel like you need to go earlier in his career yeah that's what I'm gonna have to do cause I'm not I've seen most of his WWE I don't wanna say I'm, I'm, I don't wanna say I'm not excited for it this is probably the least excited I've been for anybody so far I wasn't very yeah. excited no Lex Luger was the least yeah, I was Lex least Luger excited was for Luke. yeah yeah um Rick Steiner was probably my biggest letdown at this point too but no, um no Magnum TA. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about Magnum TA. Well, but let us know what you guys think of who your favorite's been so far that we've talked about. You can check out mm-hmm. all of the top 100, number 100 through, I guess, 91 at this point in the last uh, episodes yeah. in the Bud Kives there. Okay. And you can let okay. us know what you think either Bud at... <laughs> either at Bud's WW Gmail or Bud's WW on Twitter. Um, you can catch BJ at Beach2004 and me at Daryl underscore guns on the Twitter and uh, fireside.fm or anywhere you get your podcast including Google Play and iTunes and CastBox and Podcast uh, Addict and um, we have you had what? I'll tell you when we're done okay this This is about the podcast gotcha and then uh, check us out uh, next week when on yep. our next episode, when we'll be recapping uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and 205, as we always do. Yeah, we do uh, Sundays, most likely, usually, probably. almost This one almost does. Sunday is more reliable than yeah. the Wednesday episode coming Wednesdays, out on time. But typically... 8 a.m., 8 p.m. Whichever 8 I set it for. Whatever. Randomly. Uh, They're know. both really random. They really are. Um, yeah, come check us out. Uh, next week, also... I guess we should, uh, on our second episode Wednesday, Mm -hmm. we should be doing a review because we are going to our first AIW show uh, up in Cleveland. Yep, next Um, weekend. Pretty interesting. I'm excited. Uh, Got some Joey Janela in a ladder match. Uh, And we're front row. Yeah. We got front row seats. We're front row. And Scott Steiner is going to be there. So we'll be talking about that next week too, guys. is going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It's going to be fun. Um, Brian Cage, yeah, a handful of different people that yeah. I'm excited to see. Tons. So, and yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anybody on this card before either. So, uh, I mean, I've seen Hornswoggle. I'm not live. I, I mean, have. not for me. I, I, I was gonna say I have. Yeah, I did times. recently watch the WLC match <laughs> from TLC 14. Yeah, I it was think on the pre show. It was yeah. dope. That was a great match. It was. Uh yeah, I yeah. guess that'll wrap it up then, guys. Until next time, Buzz, that's BJ over there. Mm, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, Buzz. See ya. I'll check you out when you check us out. It's home repair shit. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's basically like, this is like, you gotta think, three stores have had humanity. It's their extra leftover stuff that they take and build houses. So this is house building stuff that's built in the back that they didn't use to build. It's extra for sale.
Okay. Because fuck it. <laughs>